My name is Julie Turney, and this is HR Sound Off, the show created for HR and business professionals to discuss pertinent HR topics. But ultimately, we will be settling some of the many misconceptions that people have about the human resources profession. Some weeks you will hear from my guests, and other times it will be just you and me in the sound booth. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's sound off. everyone and welcome to today's episode of HR Sound Off. I am so pleased to have in the sound booth today. Um, again, I cannot overemphasize the importance of being on LinkedIn and connecting with people on LinkedIn. So today's guest is Alex Herr. He is currently in Austin, Texas. That's what he told me. Um, and he is in recruiting. But why am I so keen to have this conversation with Alex. So I met Alex on LinkedIn. And one of the things that intrigued me about Alex's profile is the company that he's currently working for. I see him talking about being an employer branding. And we know that I've had conversations before about branding and HR being connected and the importance of them being together. Um, And I've also felt the importance of people understanding what a recruiter really does versus being in an HR generalist role where you spend part of your job as a recruiter. And also the company that Alex works for, he says has a 4.5 star on Glassdoor. And I wanna know what that means. What is Glassdoor? What is, what is all of this stuff that we're bringing together and we want to educate the HR community from a Caribbean perspective on all of these things. And so, I am welcoming to the sound booth today, Alex Herr. Alex, thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. And I just <laughs> want a small, small correction though. We're actually at a, at a 4.1. So uh, I okay. 4.5 would be amazing, but uh, you know, we, we can dive into those stats a little more uh, Absolutely. here shortly. <laughs> I stand corrected. Absolutely. We will talk about that some more. So Alex, let's just jump right into it. Can you tell sure. us um, who is Alex Her, and what is your HR story? How did you get here? Not her. Yeah, here. yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, uh, Alex Her, I'm a uh, Hmong American. So uh, you know, my, my family migrated here after the Vietnam War. So um, okay. you know, I'm a first uh, first generation uh, individual for you know for my family. You know, having gone to college and working and doing all this great stuff. So all this is still still quite new. But uh, I. Uh, I work in employer branding and recruitment marketing, and uh, I've been fortunate to be in the field for uh, a little over four and a half years. Um, I'm currently at Informatica, but I was previously at Cox Enterprises handling uh, some of the big brands on the automotive sector, uh, such as Kelly Blue Book and Auto Trader. Auto Trader is probably a little more globally known, but um, uh, at Informatica, I am a team of one across 26 countries. Wow. And uh, I handle- Across yeah, 26. 26 countries. Yeah, so the, the number sounds the number sounds great, right? But then, like you know, there's 26 where we do business in, but uh, you know, where there's big offices. I mean, there's still quite a bit, right? Um, right. I don't have a team like I did at Cox, but uh, it, it makes for a fun challenge. Wow, wow, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so that, and then uh, I also um, I'm fortunate enough to sit on the the Talent Brand Alliance, which is it's basically it's a it's an organization. A community of individuals who are all uh, we call them talent branders, but it's all okay. uh, employer branding, recruitment, marketing folks who you know come together to to learn from each other. 
Right. And the approach is no one person is smarter than the other. Everyone's there to learn. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I may, may, may have my name on several articles. So do people like, you know, Brian Chaney, James Ellis, but we all want to help each other out. Right. We want to grow this profession. So just like how you have this podcast to connect everybody, we're doing the same thing, but more on a forum type of level, virtual right. level uh, through, through Facebook and other platforms. Awesome. Uh, so that, and also um, on the employer brand wagon, which is a group out of uh, Australia that you know I recently connected with. But um, wow, um, yeah. Aside from that, I just um, I, I'm, I'm in the field, love doing what I'm doing, and um, you know you were nice enough to to reach out to me, and uh, here we are. Absolutely. So I want to I want to thank you so much for sharing your story. I really sure. am super excited to have this conversation with you. As I said, let's kick it off with. Can you define for us what is employer branding? Uh, employer branding really is, um, you know, making a. Uh, so it's it's a few different things, but it is essentially making your place, your workplace, uh, seen as the place to be. You know, as an attractive company for people to 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 want to join. Right. Uh, and not just that; it's also bringing the stories to life of, uh, you know, the 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 office locations, the people, mainly the people. Right. The people, everything that happens behind the closed doors to, to sell people on that. You know, uh, there, there's other forms of marketing and uh, branding, but really with the floor branding, it's using your product, which is the people mm-hmm. and selling that to everybody else to say, hey, this is this is what Informatica is about or this is what company A, B, C and D is about. Right. This is why you should join us and telling mm-hmm. that story, uh, especially during, you know, times like, like how we have here with social justice and yeah. the, the pandemic going on. Yes. Okay. That sounds good. So like, this is the reason why a lot of people say, when you ask them like, where do you want to work? And they will give you your top five companies and they might say Apple or Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. When you look at those companies and how they tell their story, what, what goes into creating a strategy to create a brand for your employer? Um, so... So it's um, in terms of the employer brand, it um, you know if you want to break it down from the ground up, yep. it really starts with uh, developing your EVP, which is your employer, or some folks call it employee value proposition. Value proposition, and, yeah. Yeah, and that's your. It's pretty much it's your promise and it's your selling point to uh, your internal employees, but mm-hmm. your future employees. Right. And you'll see a lot of those you know different messages on career pages. If they've done it correctly, that's where it's at. Right. Uh, but you want to come up with that and then you want to activate that. So you activate that and that's going to be, you know, enabling that brand, your employer brand. So that's, you know, finding different, um, different ambassadors, you know, across your internal stakeholders, whether mm-hmm. they be in engineering, sales, IT, you, you want to get them to, to buy into that. Right. And then also activating that across, you know, your job description, your career page, your social channels, your reputation channels, such as Glassdoor. Right. And just really having people embrace that. Then you dive into the hashtags, you know, you have the different life at inside and D stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then your taglines, you know, which is okay for ours is, you know, we, we, we use uh, unleash your potential. Okay. Uh, other companies take different approaches, but that's, you know, when, when you see that, that's, it's speaking directly to a job seeker, but uh, from there it's, it, you're, it's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of back and forth, you know, uh, re-educating, you know, there's always new people coming on board, but having right. people embrace what you're about, what the employer brand is about, you know, your true vision. Yeah. Uh, and that's everybody from the top to the bottom. So. Right. It sounds very heavy for, for, <laughs> <laughs> for one person to take on all of this stuff. Now, imagine if you're doing this 
in an HR generalist function. Mm -hmm. Where where would you say as an HR generalist, I should be prioritizing branding? Um, you know, it, it, it depends. If you're, if you're a team of one, if you have several other teammates to work with. Let's assume I'm a team. team of one first. Okay. And then we could talk um, about a team of maybe four or five. I'm an HR generalist. <laughs> I've just come into this job. I'm really excited yeah. to work here. I know I've got a thousand or one things that I need to take care of, but the first thing I think is a priority is that I need to be, see where this employee, where this company's brand is at. And, and okay. how I audit that and then decide, okay, I'm going to put some things out there to see how people are feeling about our brand. How do I, as a generalist, now figuring out employer branding, put that into priority, what am I going to do? Yeah, so there's there's a few quick ways, and this is something that you know I'm sure I'm not the only person, but this is the way I approach things. So if yeah. I, let's say if I'm gonna if I'm gonna join a company, um, my goal is to join a company where that brand is broken, right? I want to make a difference. If it's not broken, there's no point in me joining them. So, <laughs> but to speak, uh, you know, specifically to to your scenario, um, I mean, you can look at number one, your career page. You know, see where you're at. Is it more product focused on you know on a consumer brand or whatever it is that you do? Right. Um, and that may be the case, but when you jump to the career section, does it speak to you as a job seeker? Uh -huh. Ask yourself what you're looking for. And if you don't, you know, if you don't see you know some taglines there, an EVP, photos of the people that you know you you could see yourself working with that look right. or um, you know maybe do the same things that you want to be doing or that uh -huh. you are doing, you got a bit of a problem there. Right. Uh, that, I mean, you can easily look at the, the social channels. Um, you know, most companies have a Facebook and Instagram, a Twitter, and, and also LinkedIn. Right. So look there. I mean, are they mixing up the message? Are they just so product focused? Do they even talk about the people? If they're not, you, you know, there's a problem there that you can fix. Um, right. And then aside from that, I would say the, the other thing is going to be with your candidate experience because the employer brand is always tied to the candidate experience. Yes. And, you know, just, just submit a, um, you know, submit an application, even though you're working there. Like I've done that person at Informatica to see, okay, really? where are we at? Yeah. And, um, you know, we were not in a good spot, but it's, it's something that we knew as well. Okay. Let's, let's test this out. So I went ahead and created my own, uh, you know, profile to submit it. Right. And then when I got the results back, you know, the, the, the little, the nice little ATS message, you look at that and you're like, well, there's, there's nothing that speaks to the employer brand. Like, right. it's okay. Thank you. You know, Mr. or Mrs. So-and-so uh -huh. the generic stuff that we would get. Yeah. right? Yeah. And it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't lead you to social channels. It doesn't lead you back to a talent community, no glass door, no nothing. You got a problem to solve there. So simple stuff like that will tell you where you're at, but also, I mean, you know, you know, just do a simple search on LinkedIn. Like, you know, your, 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 your teammates now are, are they using a, like a dedicated type of uh, cover banner that says maybe, hey, life at so-and-so company or we're hiring. Mm. If they're not mm. doing that, then um, you know you don't have brand ambassadors, right? right. So that, that could be seen as the downside. But to me, it's like there, there's an opportunity. That's there. an opportunity. You've got a chance to fix that and make things better. Yeah. How do you have that conversation with employees? Like um, how do you determine that you're going to have a employee brand ambassador? Um, so with that, it's, um, you know, you, it's never something where, okay, you join a company and they just lay out the red carpet and say, right. here's 10 people. I would <laughs> love it if that was the case. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, it's, it's more like, um, if you, let's say if you have one or two locations, you know, you, you, you get into the company, you know, who you can rely on with an HR talent acquisition, 
and maybe you've had the opportunity to uh, engage with a couple of internal stakeholders across different departments, you're going to know by, you know, your conversations and, and, but, you know, you starting those conversations, I should say, and, you know, get a, get a feel for where they're at, what they're looking to do, where they want to be. And if that person, like the, the biggest thing is if they are uh, big on social, especially LinkedIn or Instagram, you know, you can, you can work with them you, and you can push your ideas through them. You know, you start small. Right. Um, start with, you know, four or five folks, have them do that. And then what you'll see, like what I saw when I started Informatica is, okay, okay, I had five, you know, five people to, to, to utilize. And then eventually I spread it over to TA, the entire uh, recruitment team. But you start with a few folks and then, you know, once you start pushing content their way, you help them out, they'll come back to you and say, you know, like my experience, okay, they came back and said, wow, uh, you know, I, I, I sound like an expert. I'm like, well, my job is my job is to, you know, come up with the content I'll curate and create. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to benefit from that, right? Right. You're going to benefit. You're also going to sell people on the company, the experience, mm -hmm. the employer brand, and you're developing your professional network and right. your personal brand as well. Right. So when you sell them on that, they're like, you know, they, because you're, I mean, you know, you, you, you have to rely on each other to build that employer brand. Yeah. They have to see that there's a benefit. Uh, also incentivizing that too, you know, if you have a chance to give them some, like Amazon gift cards, you know, Uber Eats, or, um, you know, if you have internal points, like we have a false points, give them that and say, hey, if you, if you can help me out with this, I'll give you like a thousand points. Anybody's going to say yes to that. Right. So. Cool. You've given me some really interesting tips. Like I'm definitely taking notes of what you're saying for sure. And I know that a lot of my audience is probably going, wow, like, didn't even think about a, a lot of those things that you you highlighted. So thank you so much for sharing those You're tips. Um, mm -hmm. I had in my mind like to ask you in terms of Glassdoor. So what is sure. that? What is Glassdoor? How do you get on there? What does the 4.1 stars mean? And what does that mean to me as a as a candidate looking to what company I'm going to work with? Yeah, so Glassdoor is, uh, it's one of the biggest uh, review sites for, uh, for companies. Okay. And so from a, uh, so from a employer perspective, right, um, I want to have that page be the page where, you know, people funnel to outside of our social channels and career page. They can review, you know, see what, what benefits we offer. So because on that, you know, on Glassdoor, you have the opportunity to share your social feed, your, you know, your, your mission values, why people should work for you, all the benefits, your ERGs, and your awards. Uh, but then along with that, you can also share photos, um, you know, of, of stuff that happens internally. And then you have a chance to respond to reviews, uh, respond to reviews and actually get those reviews too. So, um, and you know, with the good comes the bad. Right. And your score ultimately comes from, okay, you know, you, you have, let's say if you get so many two stars, right? Right. Your average is going to naturally be like a two star rating. But okay. if you get a good mix of that, some five stars, some four, then you can get, you know, like a four and a half, maybe, maybe five if you get all five star reviews, which uh, I, I would question that. Right. Right. <laughs> so definitely. But um, so, you know, on the employer side, especially for me in employer branding, you know, I want to respond to all those messages. And if we have a good rating, I want to put that out there because right. that's going to help attract people, mm -hmm. you know, which is part of my job. I want to put mm -hmm. that on my career page. I want to drop that anywhere for you know, people to see that, uh, you know, during the, the interview application process. Right. But then for you as a job seeker, 
Um, and, and I could say this having having worked for a company that had a terrible rating. And right. then, well, that know, was my next question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to ask you, like, have you ever worked for a company that's had a bad rating and how have you turned that around? Well, um, so when I worked for them, right, I wasn't an employer branding. This is where I okay. like, I kind of learned, you know, not kind of, I learned all the digital marketing stuff that I know now, right? Which, right. Is, which is why I can do everything on my own without going uh, through an agency. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so when I moved down to Austin, uh, worked for a, a really great agency, but then if you looked at their glass door, they had a two-star rating. Ooh. And the tendency for a lot of job seekers is, if you look at a place and they, you know, have under like a three and a half rating, and that's just that's that's not a number that's in any article. I'm just assuming on my own. That's what I would right. do. Okay. If it's under three and a half, you're thinking, okay, there's some problems here, right? Uh huh. But um, I moved down here. I, I needed a job, so I jumped into it. Okay. And um, you know. Yes, the, the pay was low. Pay was low. You know, the benefits weren't, you know, your Google or Amazon uh, benefits. Right. But the experience was amazing. Okay. I, I have, you know, life friends from that job. Okay. Um, I learned everything that I know in terms of like a digital marketing and programmatic standpoint uh-huh. from that job alone. And, you know, that experience actually pushed me over to my first job in employer branding. But right. um, it just, you know, for me, it just tells me, okay, Ratings are one thing, you know, I would take it with a grain of salt because right. that was a two-star rating, but an amazing experience. Right. Um, you could work, you could very well work at a company that, you know, even for us, let's say, you know, we have a, right now we're trending at a 4.1. Right. Uh, that 4.1 may be a four point for me working in HR, right? But maybe right. the next person that works in, in IT or engineering doesn't have a great experience. Right. They're going to give that a, a two-star. Right. So there's a lot of factors to take in. I would say as a job seeker, when you're looking at sites such as Glassdoor, um, don't just look at the um, at the the star rating, right? Uh, all, you know, filter down and look at each specific type of uh, review that's there. Uh-huh. Was there a change in leadership? Right. Was there, you know, was there a layoff recently? Or also, were all the bad ratings specifically from, uh, let's say, HR versus sales? Uh-huh. If it's over there, you know, why are you that concerned? I mean, if everything else matches up with where you want to be, and that right. company offers you an opportunity, uh-huh. you know, take it on. Well, you also have the mindset to say, okay, yes, leadership went away. This is how people felt. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a new leadership coming on that will make this experience better. Right. Or if you're part of that leadership, right? You know, you got some work to work do. To so do. It's, a, it's a learning yeah. opportunity. Absolutely. Wow. Like, I'm serious. You're dropping some serious bombs here today that I really I think <laughs> Thank you. people are going to really appreciate in terms of perspective. Because, you know, when you look at... Um, the Glassdoor, the Indeeds, you know, when you look at those sites and you look at those numbers, you automatically are able to create a bias in your mind as to, okay, don't want to work for this person. So the same way that we as employers have that tendency to create a bias about a candidate, a candidate Mm -hmm. also has that ability to create that bias about an employer based on what they're seeing on those websites. Exactly. Now, you mentioned about taking it with a grain of salt but how how accurate are they like for me what i hear and experience a lot is that people say okay a lot of the bad reviews come from disgruntled employees who have left the company more often than not and if you have enough of those it really can affect your rating Mm -hmm. versus if you have a lot of people who come through the door and they're giving their experience up front, does it make sense for the person to give their experience, get them to give their experience as they come through the door versus 
give them a little time to be there? Like, can you encourage people to go on and make a review? How does that work? Yes, with the first question, um, I would say yes. M majority is, you know, if you think about it from like a, uh, like a customer consumer perspective, right? If we order something off of Amazon per se, and it, you know, that experience didn't go as we expected it to, we're gonna be prone to give a bad review instead of a good review. You right. know, if they send us a message to say, hey, you know what, you, you got your, you know, you got your package in under 24 hours, why don't you leave us a review? I might get a, you know, this person gets something out of this. You're probably not gonna do anything. But if right. you're upset, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna go yeah. right to your computer or right off your mobile device and leave yep. a bad review. You're gonna break those keywords. So, um, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So I would say you, you have it from there, but also the, the other thing is, you know, let's keep in mind that current employees get disgruntled. And if let's say, you know, the work-life balance is not there, maybe they didn't get, um, they're still with the company, but they didn't get a bonus or they right. got denied vacation, whatever the case may be, or just, you know, just a bad work environment for that one department or team, or maybe the overall company, they're going to mm -hmm. leave a bad review. Um, might not be everybody because I think most people are they're they're scared okay you know what big brother is gonna be watching they're gonna tie it back to my ip address but you get you get the right makeup and then you'll have people leave reviews that will be bad about that right and, um it's, it's not a good thing i think that's i mean it's not it's not a bad thing i should say um it's it's bad to see that but i think if you're that person's still at the company you have mm -hmm. an opportunity to fix that right just the way you should look at that as an employer absolutely Absolutely. Yeah, but then, um, my apologies, what, what was the second part of the question? No, so then I was asking, can you encourage your employees to make reviews like when they first come into the organization? Is that advisable? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, you can. I mean, so what, what I would not recommend doing is saying, hey, you know what, we need you to do this. If you do this, we're going to reward you with a right. gift card. That's wrong, right? There's been, um, I there's a number of companies who have been known to do that. I don't right. recommend it because right. you're, you're, you know, you're, you're hiding the truth. Right. But uh, what you can do is, uh, you know, simple way to, to really build up those reviews and keep in mind, you're going to take the good with the bad is okay. Put a review out there. Let's say if someone joins the company 30 days afterwards with the, and this is, this can all be done automated within your ATS. Right. Uh, so within the first 30 days, send out a review because within 30 days, they're going to know if they like it there or they hate it. Right. And they'll, you know, they'll be, uh, you know, motivated to give a review. So I would say 30 days. And then if they get a promotion or they get a bonus or if they, uh, you know, if they jump into uh, maybe a different department, whatever the case may be, or their anniversary, send out a message. Because in those cases, I mean, you know, within 30 days, people are typically pretty happy, I would say. Yeah. If they get a bonus, everybody's happy. Yeah. Um, if they get a, you know, outside of a bonus, if they get a step increase, everyone's uh -huh. happy. And then uh, if there's a promotion, you know, what, very few people are going to be upset and, you know, say, I hate this promotion. Why did this happen? No, they're going to be like, you know, I love it here. It's yeah. so great. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. You heard it here today, people, Alex Herr, dropping bombs on employer branding and recruiting and why it's important for us to focus on employer branding. Alex, I got to ask you. What are you reading, watching, listening to right now that you think other professionals should be tuned into? <laughs> well, I would say so from a professional level, um, I, I've got uh, The Give and Get and Employer Branding, um, and that's by uh, Charlotte Marshall and Brian. 
Brian Adams, um, which is, and this is not a, this is not a plug or anything, but it's a, right. you know, I, I contributed a, a page or two to that book. So, oh, nice. Um, I need, need to get through that. And then uh, uh, a good friend and somebody who I look up to in the industry, James Ellis, uh, okay. got his book, Talent Chooses You. So uh, keep in mind, I, I try to stick with everything digital. So right. for me to buy those books, you know, me means quite a bit. So I got to get through those. But then uh, um, outside of, you know, well, on top of that, I should say, um, also, I, I I like to subscribe to a lot of different newsletters, including right. Brain Fruit by uh, yeah Hung Lee. That that that's going, right. and also James's weekly newsletter, or oh, I want to say it's daily daily newsletter. Okay, daily or weekly, one of the two. Sorry, I'm, right? It's a Sunday here, but um, <laughs> yeah, that that one's good too. There's uh-huh. there's a lot of good tidbits, and also um, subscribe to uh, a, a good friend here, Nate. Gugia, I think it's G-U-G-G-I-A, and I'm probably okay. mispronouncing his name. Uh-huh. He has a really good daily newsletter. Okay. But um, outside of that, uh, when it's not work, I am currently watching uh, The Boys on Amazon Prime, which is which is pretty good. It's okay. Not your, yeah, it's not it's not your, your Marvel series, so uh-huh. it's, it's a little bit different there. And then okay. um, honestly, anything that has to do with uh, cooking and cooking okay. and eating on YouTube. Yeah, okay. Little, little Mark Weens, Mikey Chen, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So you are a chef at heart or just you like to watch? <laughs> I, I like to watch. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm still learning. You know, the pandemic has helped me become, a, uh, become somewhat of a, a cook or chef, but uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's mainly my wife. And then I jump in and I'm getting better, but I'm not quite there. Okay. Okay. One day at a time. We'll get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not going anywhere anytime soon so <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness thank you so much for sharing that so let me ask you this what's the sure. biggest misconception that people have about hr that really bothers you that you want to set the record straight on right now um it's like we talked about earlier we're, we're there's a lot of cool people in hr you know we're not uh we're you know we're not super super uptight people who are there to, you know, we're, we're not scanning you in the background when we were in offices right. looking for you to make a mistake and to tell your boss and write mm-hmm. you up. Uh, we're not in group chats to, you know, to screenshot stuff and cause trouble. Yeah. We're, we're not, we're regular people. You know? Exactly. I'm here in Texas. You're in Barbados. We are, we're, we're just trying to put the human back in HR and we just want to connect with people. We we're you know, we're, we're as normal as can be. And I think the misconception is, Anyone in HR is uh, is is out to get you, <laughs> and that could be yeah. yeah, definitely you know, completely away from the truth. That's that's not who we are. Absolutely, I, I cannot agree with you more. And you know, as I said to you before, I really feel like a lot of people need to understand that for us as HR professionals, there's good and bad in every profession. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when it's in HR, though, it's all the more disappointing for us as the people in HR who are trying to do good, because we yeah. know the impact that we have on the people and the people experience that we're trying to drive in organization. I always, I truly believe I'm the cool HR. I'm like, I, I, I would hate to believe <laughs> that I'm not cool HR. I would hate to think I've been fooling myself all these years. <laughs> But I honestly don't, you know, I'm not trying to track down every every single move. I'm just not about that. Yeah. I really do care about your experience. And I really do care about you as a human being. And I want what's best for you. So 
So I, I totally um, agree with you there. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, not a problem. And with that, Alex, you have survived your time in the sound booth. Can you tell these <laughs> amazing people where they can find you on social media so they can get more information from you about employer branding and recruiting? Yeah, yeah. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I think it's safe to say, as mm -hmm. Julie knows, as I post something about every day, every other yep. day, there's something there. Yep. Um, also on Twitter, uh, it is a... Uh, at uh, Alex Hawj, uh, H-A-W-J-7. That's the real way to spell my last name. So. Oh, okay, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just when we, we came to this country, we decided, okay, let's make it easy, right? So let's make it H-E-R. But then once people know that you're Asian, they, they, decide, they decide to say hair, hen, everything else. It's like, no, made it simple, three letters. Yeah. <laughs> just say it that way. <laughs> Wow. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. So that, that there. And then, um, uh, yeah, you know, if, it, and if we connect there, if you, if you want to chat some more, I'm happy to, you know, share a phone number or email address. But um, I, I find in most cases, so just let's keep it to Twitter and LinkedIn and call sure. it good. Okay. All good. What's <laughs> next for Alex Her? Oh, man. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, uh, like we had talked about before we started recording, it's, uh -huh. you know, I, I didn't know I was going to be in HR or, you know, uh, employer branding or recruitment marketing five years ago. So um, I, I would say, hey, I really can't tell you exactly what's going to happen here in the next couple of years, but I, I hope to just be, you know, to continue spreading, you know, the, the word about employer branding, uh, connecting with other individuals, which is something I like doing, you know, mm -hmm. but doing that more on a global basis. Uh, right. we, we've connected quite a bit with a few folks here in North America want to do that more on a global basis and, um, you know, just, just really try to take, you know, some of the best technology that's out there, uh, the tools that we have that are available to us, you know, we're in much more virtual environment than before. And, um, you know, just, just keep learning, keep learning, keep getting better and keep helping people out. Awesome. That sounds great. Well, I wish you all the best, Alex. And I look forward to continuing to hear, see, read more about you as I continue to follow your journey on LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, but thank you for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us in the sound booth today. I hope that you found this information from this episode useful. You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Julie Turney. That's I am Julie Turney. And you can find this episode or this show on most digital platforms, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Thanks to Anchor FM and Rock Solid Entertainment for helping me to put this content together for you. And I will see you again when we next sound off.